Hey everyone, and welcome to a new season, season four of The Curious Dragon. So, over the past decade, we have become accustomed to watching Odin, Thor and Loki on the big screen as Marvel has brought them to life from their comic stories. And so for episode 16 of The Curious Dragon, we will take a look at North mythology. It is a vast area, so this episode is like an introduction into the main characters and how North mythology works. North mythology is the body of myths of the North Germanic peoples, stemming from North paganism and continuing on and after the Christianization of Scandinavia and also into the Scandinavian folklore of the modern period. The northernmost extension of Germanic mythology, North mythology consists of tales of various deities, beings and heroes that were derived from the numerous sources from both before and also after the pagan period. This including medieval manuscripts, also from archaeological representations and from the folk tradition. The source texts mention numerous gods such as the hammer-wielding, humanity-protecting thunder god that is Thor, who always and also will relentlessly fight his foes. Then we have the one-eyed, raven-flanked god Odin, who craftily pursues knowledge throughout the world, and also bestowed among humanity the runic alphabet. Next we have the beautiful, satyr-working, feathered cloak-clad goddess Freya, who rides to battle to choose among the slain, taking them to Valhalla or to Folkvagnar. Then there is the vengeful skiing goddess Skadi, who prefers the sound of wolf howls of the winter mountains down to the seashore. The powerful god Njordur, who may calm both the sea and fire, also can grant wealth and land. The god Freya, whose weather and farming associations bring both peace and pleasure to humanity. The goddess Idun, she who keeps apples that can grant eternal youthfulness. The mysterious god Heimdall, he was born of nine mothers, he can hear the grass grow, he has golden teeth and possesses a resounding horn. Loki, who brings tragedy to the gods by engineering the death of goddess Frigg's beautiful son, Baldur, as well as causing problems for numerous other deities. Most of the surviving mythology centres on the plights of the gods and also their interaction with several other beings, such as humanity and the Jotnar. Beings who also may be friends, lovers, foes or family members of the gods. The cosmos in North mythology consists of nine worlds. 
These worlds flank around a central sacred tree, Yggdrasil. Units of time and elements of the cosmology are personified as deities or also as beings. Various forms of a creation myth are recounted where the world is created from the flesh of the primordial being Ymir. The first two humans are Ask and Embla. These worlds are foretold to be reborn after the events of Ragnarok, when an immense battle occurs between the gods and their enemies, and the world is enveloped in flames, only to be reborn anew. There the surviving gods will meet, and the land will be fertile and green, and two humans will repopulate the world once more. Norse mythology has been the subject of scholarly discourse since the 17th century, where key texts attracted the attention of the intellectual circles of Europe. By way of comparative mythology and historical linguistics, scholars have identified elements of Germanic mythology, reaching back as far as Proto-Indo-European mythology. During the modern period, the Romanticist Viking revival reawoke the, an interest in the subject matter, and references to North mythology may now be found throughout modern popular culture. The myths have further been revived in a religious context among the adherents of Germanic neo-paganism. The historical religion of the Norse people is commonly referred to as Norse mythology. In certain literature, the terms Scandinavian mythology, North Germanic mythology and also Nordic mythology have all been used. We do not have many original sources from the time before the Christianization of Europe, and those that still remain have many times been altered. There does not exist a pure linear mythology, as is present in today's modern pop culture, and many current stories have been written after the arrival of Christianity. North mythology is primarily attested in dialects of Old Norse, a North Germanic language spoken by the Scandinavian people during the European Middle Ages and the ancestor of the modern Scandinavian languages. The majority of these Old Norse texts were created in Iceland where the oral tradition stemming from the pre-Christian inhabitants of the island was collected and recorded in manuscripts. This occurred primarily around in the 13th century. These texts include the Prose Edda, composed in the 13th century by Snorri Sturluson, and the Poetic Edda, a collection of poems from earlier traditional material, which was anonymously compiled in the 13th century. 
the prose edda was composed as a prose manual for producing skaldic poetry this is traditional old norse poetry which was composed by skalds originally composed and transmitted orally skaldic poetry utilizes alliterative verse kennings and also several metrical forms the prose edda presents numerous examples of works by various skalds from before and after the christianization process and also frequently refers back to the poems that are found in the poetic edda The poetic Edda consists almost entirely of poems which some prose narrative added and this poetry, Edic poetry, utilises fewer kennings. In comparison to skaldic poetry, Edic poetry is relatively unadorned. The prose Edda features layers of humorization a process in which deities and supernatural beings are presented as having been either actual magic wielding human beings who have somehow deified in time or beings demonized by the way of christian mythology texts such as heimskringla composed in the 13th century by Snorri and Gesta Danarum, and composed in Latin by Saxo Grammaticus in Denmark in the 12th century, these are the results of heavy amounts of euhumorization. In the numerous further texts, such as the sagas, these provide further information. The saga corpus consists of thousands of tales recorded in Old Norse, these ranging from the Icelandic family histories known as Sagas of Icelanders to the Migration Period tale, mentioning historic figures such as Attila the Hun from the legendary sagas, objects and monuments such as the Arok runestone and the Carvin MB amulet feature runic inscriptions, texts written in the runic alphabet the indigenous alphabet of the Germanic peoples that mention figures and events from North mythology. The objects from the archaeological record may also be interpreted as depictions of subjects from North mythology. Objects such as amulets of the god Thor's hammer, Molnir, found among pagan burials and also small silver female figures interpreted as Valkyries or Desir, beings associated with war, fate and or ancestor cults. By way of historical linguistics and comparative mythology, comparisons, comparison, sorry, to other attested branches of Germanic mythology such as the Old High German Merseburg incantations may also lend insight. Wider comparisons to the mythology of other Indo-European people by scholars has resulted in the potential reconstruction of far earlier myths. 
Only a tiny amount of poems and tales survive of the mythical tales and poems that are presumed to have existed during the Middle Ages, Viking Age, Migration Period and before. Later sources reaching into the modern period, such as a medieval charm recorded as used by the Norwegian woman Ragnhild Triagast, was convicted of witchcraft in Norway in 14th century, and spells found in the 17th century Icelandic Galdrabrok Grimoire also sometimes make references to North mythology. With other traces such as place names, bearing the names of gods may provide further information about the deities, such as a potential association between deities based on the placement of locations bearing their names, their local popularity and also associations with geological features. Gods and Other Beings Central to the accounts of North mythology are the plights of the gods and their interactions with various other beings, such as with the Ayotnar, who may be friends, lovers, foes or family members of the gods. Numerous gods are mentioned in the source texts as evidenced by records of personal names and also place names. The most popular god among the Scandinavians during the Viking Age was Thor. Thor is portrayed as unrelenting, pursuing his foes with his mountain-crushing, thunderous hammer, Molnir, in hand. In the mythology, Thor lays waste to numerous Jotnar, who are foes to the gods and humanity. Thor is also wed to the beautiful and golden-haired goddess Sif. The god Odin is also frequently mentioned in the surviving texts, one-eyed wolf and raven-flanked, with a spear in hand. Odin pursues knowledge throughout the worlds. In an act of self-sacrifice, Odin is described as having hanged himself upside down for nine days and nights doing this on the cosmological tree Yggdrasil. Odin did this so to gain knowledge of the Arunic alphabet, in which he passed on to humanity and is associated closely with death, wisdom and poetry. Odin is portrayed as the ruler of Asgard and also leader of the Asiya. Odin's wife is the powerful goddess Frigg, who can also see the future, but also tells no one. Together they have a beloved son, Baldur. After a series of dreams that Baldur had, he saw his impending death. His death is engineered by Loki, and Baldur thereafter resides in Hell, a realm ruled over by an entity of the same name. Odin must share half of his share of the dead with a powerful goddess Freya. Freya is beautiful, sensual, wears a feathered cloak and practices Seder. She rides to battle to choose among the slain and then brings her chosen back to her afterlife field, Folkvagner. Freya weeps for a missing husband, 
Ulthar and seeks after him in the faraway lands. Freya's brother is the god Freya and is also frequently mentioned in the surviving texts and his association with weather, royalty, human sexuality and with agriculture brings peace and pleasure to humanity. Deeply lovesick after catching sight of the beautiful Jotun, that is Jurda, Freya seeks and wins her love yet at the price of having his future doomed. Their father is the powerful god Njordur. Njordur is strongly associated with ships and seafaring and also with wealth and prosperity. Freya and Freya's mother is Njorda's sister, but her actual name is unknown and not in the source material. However, there is more information about his pairing with the skiing and hunting goddess Skadi. Their relationship is ill-fated, as Skadi cannot stand to be away from her beloved mountains and Njorda cannot bear to be away from the seashore. Together Freya, Freya and Njorda form a portion of gods known as the Vanir. While the Aesir and the Vanir retain distinct identification, they came together as a result of the Aesir-Vanir war. While they receive less mention, numerous other gods and goddesses appear in the source material. Some of these gods that are heard less of include the apple-bearing goddess Aiden and the husband, the skaldic god Bragi. Then there is the gold-toothed god Heimdall. He is born of nine mothers. The ancient god Tyr, who lost his right hand while binding the great wolf Fenrir, and then there's also the goddess Gifjan, who formed modern-day Zealand, Denmark. Various beings outside of the gods are mentioned. Elves and dwarves are commonly mentioned and also appear to be connected, but their attributes are vague and the relationship between the two is ambiguous. Elves are described as radiant and beautiful, but whereas the dwarves often act as earthen smiths. A group of beings variously described as Jotna, Thurtha and trolls, often known as giants, will frequently appear. These beings may either aid, deter or take their place among the gods. The Norns, Desir and of course the aforementioned Valkyries uh, also have and receive frequent mention. While their functions and roles may overlap and differ or are collective female beings associated with faith. Cosmology In Norse cosmology all beings live in nine worlds that centre around the cosmological tree Yggdrasil. The gods inhabit the heavenly realm of Asgard, whereas humanity inhabits Midgard, this a region in the centre of the cosmos. 
Outside of the gods, humanity and the Yotna, there are nine worlds are inhabited by beings such as elves and dwarves. Travel between the worlds is frequently recounted in the myths where the gods and other beings may interact directly with humanity. Numerous creatures live on Yggdrasil, such as the insulting messenger squirrel, Ratatakur, and the perching owl hawk, perching hawk, sorry, Vidaful, yeah. The tree itself has three major roots, and at the base of one of these roots live a trio of norns. They are female entities associated with faith. Elements of the cosmos are personified, such as the sun, Sol, a goddess, the moon, Mani, a god, and earth, Yord, a goddess. Also, the units of time, such as day, Dagar, a god, and night, not a Ayotan. The afterlife is a complex matter in North mythology. The dead may go to the murky realm of hell. This is a realm ruled over by a female being of the same name. Others may be ferried away by Valkyries taken to Odin's martial hall, Valhalla. Some are chosen by the goddess Freya taken to dwell in her field, Folkvagnar. The goddess Ran may claim those that die at sea and the goddess Gefjon is said to be attended by virgins upon their death. Texts also make reference to reincarnation. Time itself is presented between cyclic and linear, with some scholars arguing that the cyclic time was the original format for the mythology. Various forms of a cosmological creation story are provided in Icelandic sources and references to a future de destruction and rebirth of the world, Ragnarok, are frequently mentioned in some of the texts. Humanity According to the prose Edda and the poetic Edda poem called Volaspur, the first human couple consisted of Ask and Embla, driftwood found by a tree of gods imbued with life in the form of three gifts. After the cataclysm of Aragnarok, this process is mirrored in the survival of two humans, from a word Lif and Lifprasir, from these two humankind are foretold to repopulate the new and green earth. Influence on popular culture. With the widespread publication of translations of Old Norse texts that recount the mythology of the North Germanic peoples, references to the Norse gods and heroes spread into the European literally literary culture, sorry, especially in the Scandinavia, Germany and Britain. During the latter part of the 20th century, references to North mythology became common in science fiction and also fantasy literature, and also in role-playing games. 
It even found its way into the world of comic books and into Japanese animation. Traces of the religion can also be found in music and even has its own genre called Viking Metal. Bands such as Amon, Amath, Bathory, Bursum and Maingam have all written songs about North mythology. So, before I finish, just a word about this app, Anchor. This is how I make all my podcasts. And it's free. You can do everything on it and edit and send it off into the world. So, if you are interested in making podcasts, and why not check out Anchor? It's worth a look. Thank you.